When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Now, back to the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNT HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. Ox is off, Tim. I'm not for sure how that affects you. Billy is playing. Yeah, I go, it's like a workshop on air. We got going on now. Oh, I didn't know if you could hear Billy because the ox was off. I wasn't. Oh, that's interesting. I I could hear you talking, but I couldn't hear Billy. Oh, so I got to take. I got to taste of ox off. Yeah. Okay. I I kind of felt like that might be the case. I wanted to let you know that we are, you know, we're we're rolling. I just didn't want you to kind of. It still puts things in perspective. It does. It does. Thank you, Jackson. It's the appliance discounters eight o'clock hour here on the Ryan Kelly morning after. Please call Gino. Gino, it's from the three one. I'll call anyone who will answer. I am mm. working like a dog over here. Uh, yeah, I'm gobsmacked. Consider me gobsmacked. Oh, yeah. I uh, I don't know. I so to, to, for those <laughs> the listeners, they cycle on and they cycle off. But one thing you can count on is support constantly. And and today, unfortunately, I'm ill, but I'm scheduled to miss Wednesday's show. With a with a delightful colonoscopy, and uh, due to the number of uh, advertisements, it's not a good thing if I call in sick on a day where I'm or a week where I'm going to miss a show. So I'm doing the show remotely. I really don't want anybody to get what I have. I feel awful. Um, but so I'm using remote uh, Comrex, which I've used a bunch of times, but for whatever reason. We're having some issues with it, and that is uh, that is the state of the union, which I said at the beginning of the seven o'clock hour. But again, I know the listeners cycle on, and they cycle off, and so I am restating it just to explain why I am not in the official Michelob Ultra Studios today. Mm. Uh, there it is. I will take questions if anybody's interested, mm. and somebody uh, did send in a screenshot of a post. I don't know if this was real uh i just hope this battle hawks win gives them more to talk about than just mizzou basketball on the show tomorrow mm. <laughs> goodness i enjoyed the battle hawks win i mean uh, yeah like it's i don't i don't think like a like there's no sports outside of like cardinals playoffs or blues playoffs where we would be talking about it extensively so mizzou basketball regular season we talk we touch on it 
like <laughs> once <laughs> or twice, three times a week. And I, the battle, I still, I still got. I'm only gonna. I think there's a chance it was a satirical poem. I'm gonna go look at the comments because maybe he threw some comments in there that will sway me one way or the other. And again, other. the Battle Hawks won because they're following like fifth grade rules where everyone has <laughs> a chance to win. If there's one JFL high school college junior college any other professional being or any football that they lost but the fact that the league doesn't want people to lose everybody has a chance to win <laughs> San Antonio took a that's horrible not, out. that's not <laughs> winning that's just and you were I, I don't know it, it's so laughable to me I mean it's hilarious what good I like for, is good you for can... st. Louis bring on Bring them on. In the XFL, you can be down by 18 with about a minute to go, and you're still in the game. And here's the problem with that. Because you can go for three. The first 50 minutes of that, those games mean nothing. They mean absolutely nothing. you got to get up by 19. Nothing. So I know you want the end of the game to be entertaining, but that basically means you only have to watch the last five minutes of the game. It doesn't matter what happened before. So I think that's a terrible rule. So, yes, the Battle Hawks won. They, they, they won by being handed to them, but they won. <laughs> how, do you, how do you tell the people of San Antonio to keep their chin up this morning? I, uh, my they're, guess they're is they're a major market with professional teams, so I'm oh, sure I didn't Well, don't. I didn't watch the game, but if they scored, got an onside kick, and then scored again, how is that different than any other There's football? no on, You don't have to onside kick. No, oh, they okay. didn't even get the, they didn't, the other team didn't get the option to get the ball back. Their option was... Okay, you scored and you're losing, so either you kick an onside kick or you get one play from your 25-yard line at the 4th and 15 play. So, like I said, in real world, you know, where okay. you know actual okay. football is played, that, that's a loss <laughs> all the time. But you and know, if you score a touchdown, you can go for three. <laughs> you have the yeah, going I think three. that's cool. I don't mind it, yeah. It's something different. They have to differentiate a little bit from the NFL. Yeah. I like the replay rule thing where you can listen to Dean Blandino uh, chop it up with the ref about what's going down. That's what you want to hear. I actually did enjoy that, and it was a lot faster, too. It took, like, two minutes, not, you know, eight minutes like it sometimes does in the NFL. Well, I think it's Uh, a very gray day in San Antonio this morning. (laughs) (laughs) It's the appliances counters, 8 o'clock hour. If you are in the market for an appliance... Look no further than Appliance Discounters and their 80,000-square-foot warehouse full of GE appliances and other major brands ready for delivery. Shop online at theappliancediscounters.com, where pricing has been adjusted to beat everybody. And I mean everybody. It's theappliancediscounters.com. Doug, the Plowhawk, and Iggy are in the official Michelob Ultra Studios. I'm in the Michelob Ultra Studios in my basement. Michelob Ultra, the sponsor of our studios and the upcoming Fan Page Club Championship, renamed the J. Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship, presented by Michelob Ultra, uh, and, of course, the upcoming Dotem, which will have details announced uh, soon. Uh, Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs, sponsor of our studios here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After. And uh, Munganass, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, the sponsor of our 7 o'clock hour. Go online at stlouisacura.com or altontoyota.com. That's where you can go shopping right now 
For a new car or a pre-owned car, it is Munganess, St. Louis Acura, or Alton Toyota. Work with Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganess, and all the fine people at Munganess, St. Louis Acura. And even if you didn't get your car from there, get your car serviced there. Get your car repaired there. You will be so happy you did. The official automotive provider of the Ryan Kelly Morning After and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. It's Munganess, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota online at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. And Doug, is there a secret phone number you can call or text? There is. Like there is. Here it is. 314-252-0029. Yep. Secret number. Straight to the muckety mucks. Yep. Straight to the muckety mucks. It's Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. All right, we deep teased this. What is the what is the uh, the context of Buck Swope's uh, mashup? Uh, Let so me guess. <laughs> it's about. Uh, Iggy's behavior, I guess, and it's uh, mm. it's in the tune of Michael Jackson's "Bad." Oh, are we playing? Okay, <laughs> I guess let's take a listen. Hit the lever, please. A buck swope joint. Buck swope joint. A buck swope joint. Think they ever found out that you cucked them? I'm sure a few of them did. Yeah. How? How do you think they found out? Yeah, probably wife broke down. Probably felt bad. And then aren't you worried that the guy might come to hunt you down? Uh, when you're having good sex, you don't care about that. But later, later, the, yeah. later, the no, days. You don't worry about what happens later. I don't go into have sex with a married lady. God, I hope I don't get caught. God, I'm going to be in trouble. I, I would think that's the first thought that you would have. <laughs> no, that never crossed my mind. Really? You're in her house. A couple of them Her husband's right. gone, and you never have the thought, gee, I hope I don't get caught. No, a couple of them I did because I was friends with the husbands. <laughs> oh, boy, you're oh, cruel. Wow, you're cruel. Wow and wow. So I was hoping to get caught because that would have ruined a friendship. Did they ever catch you? Uh, no, they didn't. This wasn't recently. Are you still friends with them? One of them. Then they don't even know what you did to them. No, they didn't. I mean, I felt bad because the one I was cheating with, she was cheating with like seven different guys. Hmm. So I wasn't the only one cocking them. Well, he was getting cocked left and right. Boy, he was. He right. found out about everybody else but me. How did he find out about Eh, word of mouth. You know he's bad. He's bad. Really, really bad. And the whole world has to answer right now just to tell you once again who's bad. The closest I ever came to getting caught, and it wasn't a married lady, but it was a girl who had a boyfriend, and went back to her house. I think she lived right off of Weidman Road. Uh, off of Manchester. Oh, yeah, balling? Yeah, kind of a haul. But she says, yeah, you can come over, but uh, my boyfriend's at the bars. They're probably going to be back about one or so. I said, that's only 10 o'clock. Well, we hadn't started really anything. We were like half naked, but we didn't do anything yet. And it's only like 11 o'clock, and she, she hears a car pulling up. Oh, no. She goes, oh, my God, he's home. Hurry, get out the back door. So I, as I throw my shirt on and my shoes and everything, I run out the back door. And I see them coming around the corner. Instead of going in the front, they're going to come in the back. They? I mean him. Yeah, it was him and a couple people. Oh, no. And there's a, there's like a big evergreen tree in the back. So I, I, I hid under the evergreen tree, hoping he, <laughs> he can't see me. Right. And this is a true story. For some reason, instead of going inside, one of the guys he was with stopped and started taking a pee <laughs> right the at the evergreen tree, right where I was. This oh. guy's peeing all over me. Oh, no. Bill. And he didn't see you? No. You know he's bad. He's bad. Really, really bad. And the whole world has to answer right now just to tell you once again who's bad. I brought Carly back a shirt. Here's the thing. What is it? I'm going to show you. Okay. I don't know if... You don't like the shirt, do you? It, it sounds it's, like it might it's be just, a problem. 
it's teetering on the border of what the people call blackface. Oh, gosh, yes. Oh, boy. I love Carly like a little sister. Yeah. I mean, she's... <laughs> and I love Iggy like a grandfather. Oh. <laughs> I fooled around with my step-aunt at the lake. Whoa. We're going to have to hear too. about that, I think. Nothing really to hear about it. They all went on the boat, and I just stayed back with her. Your step-aunt. Yeah. Now, this you had a stepmother <laughs> or father? No, it was my uncle's second wife. So I guess she'd have been my step-aunt, wouldn't she? She'd just be your aunt. You cucked your uncle? She'd be your aunt, not a step-aunt. Were they still together? Yeah. So was that a cuck? He was out on the... No, he's out on the boat. So it was not a cuck. Well, he's cheating. That's a cuck. Yeah, That's but cuck. He, I'm sure he didn't care. Yeah, but that was an aunt. <laughs> that was not a step-aunt. So there was nothing wrong with it. It wasn't a blood relative. Well, what's wrong with it was that you cheated on your uncle. <laughs> hey, you you, you, you cucked your uncle, Iggy. My, that's my Uncle Gene, who I said he's a mean lesbian. He was a <laughs> Lebanese. Lebanese lesbo. How does this happen? <laughs> well, I could tell that she was interested. Oh, don't you ever get a sense that one of your family members is interested? <laughs> Not is the it? least bit. Uh, they all went out in the boat, and I just wanted to sit back and drink with my aunt, and I could tell there was something going on there. Look, when you've had 500 in your career, you're going to have a few family members in there. You know he's bad. He's bad. Really, really bad. And the whole world has to answer right now just to tell you once again who's bad. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Buck Swope. Oh, it's over? I assume. <laughs> yes. I can't tell what's recorded and what's live. Okay, so I don't know. It was a very, very nice yeah, little over. piece. I, my favorite line is Iggy saying, well, when you've had 500, there's going to be some family members in there. <laughs> that can't be the case. It's even against the law, I think. No. <laughs> incest is against the law? Drugs. Step ants are not incest. Step ant. <laughs> she wasn't a step ant. She was an ant. Step. I, I just went to the YouTube and I see Iggy's gone. He went did to he? he went to Six Flags to apply for the Brakeman job. Mr. Freeze, right? I was here. I just took my, took my headphones off. I don't see on the YouTube. I really don't. No. Well, he's here now. I see me and Doug. I don't see Paul. Oh, there's Palsy. What up? So now it is. Now it's up. Now okay. he's up. Oh, I think like my YouTube's a few seconds behind. Hmm. Hell, I don't know. Yeah, I stopped listening after I the first 10 seconds I heard that he decided to edit me to sound like I was in a tunnel. So I just said, okay. Well, wasn't that during the robot voice era? I don't think so. How everybody else sounded good and mine was in, mine was in a well, tunnel. Well, that was the issue. It was our booth back there. We sounded like robots. Everyone else sounded fine. Mm -hmm. Nice little throwback to the cyborg era of TMA where Ken and the 45-year-old who now scrapes dead meerkats off of Arsenal <laughs> sounded like they were extras in the first Star, War movie, Star Wars movie. That comes from Al and Dadeville, mm. advocate of Bennett to the Blackhawks. Oh. <laughs> oh, Battlehawks, I apologize. The Blackhawks could use them, too. Big night for Patrick Kane. Yeah. Uh, the only different rule is the change in an onside kick. Get dumber, Plowsy. That's uh, Milagro mm. Tequila, listener of the month, Gosh. Beer Cats, who I think is listening on a delay. Well, there's a three-point conversion, too. I don't think they have that in the uh, regular NFL Beer Cats. Yeah, and the fact is, like, the onside kick, I would love to see the percentage of onside kicks actually recovered. It, I would say less than 1%. You would, you would think, Doug, less than 1%? No, of, probably a little more than that. 
maybe maybe five percent. Yeah, I would agree. Way. I would throw five percent out. No, I think that's the number. So that's the only option in the NFL, which ninety-five percent of the time, the other team's recovering, wind up the clock, you're done, game over. It's different than the NFL because, for one, there are fans. Um, two, revenue. Three, I mean, there's a lot of things different with it, and I just don't like that rule. It's nobody's out of it, meaning the first three quarters of the game doesn't matter. What's what's? Why am I watching the first and second quarter of the XFL game if all the rules are geared toward the last three minutes of the game? It would have I mean, mattered if San Antonio hello? could have played some defense like, there at the end. Like if golf was like the first 17 holes are normal golf and 18, you know, <laughs> one Double guy down, you know, down by five strokes. You know, if you make this putt, actually it's a six-stroke putt since you're 18th. You know, you can go to first. It's like the guy can win. Like that to me, and just it's gimmicky. It's not. It, it's not real. It's Play some defense, all... Brahmas. If you don't again, like it, if you want to be entertained by it, that's fine. I love that they're here. I love that the city is going to bring. <clears throat> excuse me, any type of type of revenue. That doesn't mean we have to fake like it's very entertaining because it is not. Mm. Respect. Mm. You get the ball here. You can go fourth and fifteen from your own twenty-five, but the defense cannot get a penalty. You can go ahead and hold. You can smash somebody in the head. You can knock them. Is all that down. the rule? No, I think can't it be, more, be the rule. Maybe more fun. Well, no penalties in the last two minutes of the game. I bet you. I bet you would have stayed watching it though, had you been watching the game and known they still had another chance and we're going to get the ball again. You probably would have kept watching. Well, that was the old XFL. The old XFL had so many things in there to make it entertaining. Well, it's a current XFL too, where you get. But they've changed some of the rules. You don't have all those. I, I don't know. I, again, I'm not poo-pooing it. I just, I just won't watch it. But no. if you enjoy it, great. Give yeah, you something to do. Sure. I'm not going to hate on you because you like it. No. Uh, it's 8:28 in St. Louis. We're in the appliances counters. Eight o'clock hour. I am doing the show remotely for those of you watching on YouTube. And I know a lot of the ladies, usually around 8:15, get out the Hitachi magic wand and go to work. And it might be a little tougher today without uh, this uh, this piece of ass there for you. Oh, yeah, but Doug's, oh. Doug's front and center. Doug, yeah. I mean, you're 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 larger on the monitor today. Oh. Uh, yeah, well, I, I, I got kind of a big head. I, I don't need to be any no, bigger only than three boxes. Oh, because I, the fourth box is uh, I'm vacant. Okay, I guarantee at least three people have used you. What in the world? <laughs> because you're huge. You're in the middle, and you're blown up. You're huge. You can email in on whether or not you use Doug or anybody oh. else. Lettucetl.com for our design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. Uh, and uh, we are doing a, a different kind of program today because of the set of circumstances. And maybe if we go back to when I texted Jackson at 530, maybe it would have been better if I would just would have said, all right, I won't be in. I don't know. No. I, don't, I don't have the answer. No. In the moment, that was the hand that I thought was the best one to play. I don't know. We've done, I, How many shows have we done where I'm not in the studio and we didn't have an issue? You know, I mean, Bunch, God, yeah. are you using the, the same like a, using the same uh, equipment that you use like when you're in Florida? Uh, well, the last time I was in Florida was when I was with we were all with KFNS and that that was the uh, Comrex. But last year I did a bunch of shows, not a bunch, but probably about 10 using this Google Chromecast. And 
and and I don't think Jackson we had any issues. Otherwise, I certainly wouldn't have done it. No, maybe once or twice it dropped out, but that was never you know that was due to like internet and anything else. So yeah, this is odd, but we're working on it. So uh, anyway, that's the set of circumstances today for those of you just joining. I apologize; it's not ideal. Uh, but that is uh, what is going on. And uh, we welcome you to get involved on the program. 314-881-TMA5. That's how you can text into the Engineer Design Facilities text inbox. Call in the Steve Schmidt-Kia North County phone line, 636-9004-TMA, and email in for our Design Air Heating and Cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. When you are injured, it is a confusing process. Well, Longo Biggs, a new sponsor here on TMA, will take the hassle out of your hands. Most people don't know how to even begin an insurance claim, and they will walk you through everything. There is potentially lots of money on the line, and they will help you get every dollar you deserve. They're local guys. They grew up in South City, and they grew up in South County, and they will go to trial. In injury cases, justice gets paid in dollars. CD or Doug will be the lead attorney on your case, and oftentimes those big firms just assign it to somebody else, and the goal is to make sure that it gets settled and never goes to trial. That's not the deal with Longo Biggs. Furthermore, I can attest to this, they're friendly down-to-earth guys, loyal TMA listeners, and they make the entire process easier easy for the client. Most cases have some sort of obstacle or complication, but that doesn't mean they will settle your case, settle your case for less. If you are hurt, you need to do what's best for your family. Insurance companies are not looking out for you. In this set of circumstances, Longo Biggs will. It's Longo Biggs online at L-O-N-G-O-B-I-G-G-S dot com. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements there you go and think about it okay. uh what were you about to say i just said okay you said to think about it so ah, I, I have begun thinking about it uh iggy would you like to tell the people about blue chew always tim because i like helping our listeners out mm-hmm. um <laughs> you know doug i talk about it all the time i mean are you tired of the jokes i mean I, yeah. first of all i'm sure a lot of guys think it's embarrassing to, but it's not it's 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 normal for a lot of people there's something you can do but you know when your wife starts making jokes like hey honey what's your favorite musical group would it be limp biscuit oh i don't I mean think you got to be getting jokes like that you've got to be getting tired of the constant jokes so it's very simple go to blue chew bluechew.com it's a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Now, Doug, if you're worried about the taste when you chew it, uh, they have a mint-flavored chewable. Same active ingredients as Levitra and Steaxin, so you can stay hard and fresh at the same time. Hmm. Blue Chew's tablets are performance enhancement for the bedroom. It can highly help men gain extra confidence when it's time to perform. It's an online prescription service, and so no visit the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door. In a matter of days, uh, the process is simple. You sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you receive your prescription within days. And the best part is all done online. And Doug, here's a special just for our listeners. Okay. Go to BlueChew.com, and it is B-L-U-E, not B-L-U. B-L-U-E, Chew.com. And when you go to checkout, type in TMA, first order free. All you do is pay shipping and handling. No fooling. Five bucks shipping and handling. 
uh, sent to your door in a couple of days. Uh, it's made in the USA, and it goes straight to you, and it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So go to BlueChew.com, type in TMA on checkout, first order free. Uh, you'll thank me. Your significant other will thank me. My bad. Uh, and then you can come back. <laughs> you can come back. And- I just assumed I was back on WIL. I thought it was mood music. <laughs> probably would have worked, but that was my bad. Yeah. So the horn section came up. So if you're tired of the Limp Biscuit uh, comments, uh, come back at your significant other after you take Blue Chew and say, here, here's one for you. Cardinals had this saying, hard nine. <laughs> Let's go play a hard nine, honey. Mm. There you go, bluechew.com. Okay. Very nice how you tie that in, the insults, and then the, the comeback there with the Redbirds. Yeah, well. I, I got disconnected again, but I'm back. Mm. Oh, my God. That was God. a good read, Tim. You missed it. Yeah. No, I caught, I caught most of it, including the jazz. <laughs> but but then for about two seconds, I got disconnected, right, as I believe you were bringing it to a uh, to a halt. Hey, check out Mentality today at LowTUSA.com. Go to LowTUSA.com. It's FDA-approved testosterone treatment. Board-certified physicians who work with most insurance. If you're dealing with low energy, low motivation, weight gain, muscle loss, fatigue, tired all the time, feeling anxious, moody, irritable, impatient, dealing with anxiety, depression, those can be symptoms of low testosterone. Mentality is a local healthcare facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best. When you feel like you don't have the energy or drive to keep up with your kids after work, if you could just feel like you did five or ten years ago so you could be present with your family, that's when mentality can, can help you. Go to lowtusa.com. Testosterone therapy helps men regain normal function and restore their ability to perform normally at all levels. It's mentality. Just go to lowtusa.com. Mentality, and think about it, uh, Doug. It is eight thirty-six, and I don't believe we've talked about the Ryan O'Reilly trade. Am I correct on that? We have not yet. No, no. Let's do that. Then I think it's I think it's high time that we do. I'm really curious about your opinion on it. Um, I will. I, I I shall start and set this set the stage. Okay. I love, love, love what the Blues and Doug Armstrong are doing. It's one of the things that. I get that I think the Cardinals probably in 16, 17, and 18 weren't as mathematically unlikely to make the playoffs as the Blues were uh, going into, whether it be the Tarasenko trade or a week later, the O'Reilly trade. But I like when an organization moves on when you have a series of unrestricted free agents. I know it's not fun for fans. I know emotionally it can be difficult because you saw these guys lead the city to its first ever Stanley Cup, but it's necessary. And I like that they are, like in a major way, that they are getting first round picks for these unrestricted free agents. So as sad as I am from a fan standpoint to see them go, from a business standpoint, I love the moves. Your thoughts, kind sir. I don't care for them as much. Nice. Nice. I, we can argue. Yeah. I loved Ryan O'Reilly here. I, I think the team appears to be crestfallen <laughs> that he is gone. It's like they've they've given up, packed in the towel, lost yesterday seven to two, lost badly to Colorado, badly outplayed Saturday by Colorado. I think we're looking at a third of a season where we're just gonna have some of the worst hockey we've seen here in a long time. And not just because O'Reilly's gone, but just because the front office has told the players you guys have no, no hope. And uh, I, I don't like going through any seasons where you give up. I, I don't. I, I know yeah. long term it, it could help. It could help. But again, these are late first round picks. And this is not NFL and NBA first round picks where the guys have just come out of successful college careers. 
these are guys you're picking 17 years old. Maybe they'll be good. Maybe they won't. Who knows? I, there's a chance that they will. There's a chance that, that you're getting nothing for them. I would have thought that if Ryan O'Reilly and Tarasenko and I would say Barbashev, who I believe will be gone as well in a matter of uh, the next 10 days or so, uh, would have been on the Blues roster on March 4th, it would have been a huge mistake because it doesn't get you closer to a championship. And I understand, I, and I get your policy, and I totally respect your, your, as a fan, wanting the season to have relevance. But considering where they were as far as likelihood of getting to the playoffs and considering then even if you get into the playoffs with the likelihood of this group uh, running deep um, and that you have three unrestricted free agents that are desirable to other organizations, that's, the, that's, that's, a, that's a key part of the discussion. Um, I like the move. Now, it's not as simple as do you like it, do you dislike it. My next question for you is this. I'm not sure what the plan is going forward. And I want to I want to set set what I'm attempting to establish with my brain all scrambled from being ill. Um, you, you've got guys that you've committed dollars to some I'm sure they wish they didn't with the defensive core uh, and then two young forwards that you just committed huge dollars to and then you've got a goalie who you've committed big dollars to and so you're not necessarily in the spot to go full on come grow with us like they did 15, 16 years ago. Remember that with uh, John Davidson and mm-hmm. that was the TJ Oshie, Patrick Berglund come grow with us campaign Um because you still have these dollars committed. And so I don't know if they will use the draft capital to acquire players to try to expedite the process of getting back in the Western Conference mix, or if they will try to completely unload and unload well beyond the ones who were obvious and who have already gone to Madison Square Garden and to Toronto and uh, whatever destination Barbashev goes to. Will it be Colton Pareko? That is picking up steam uh, around NHL reporters with the trade deadline and the possibility not that he would go and be a top defenseman because we've seen how that's gone in St. Louis. But if he could be a guy who could add to a defensive group, not necessarily be relied on, which is what he was before Alex Petrangelo was gone. So um, what do you think the plan is for the Blues, Doug? Uh, I'm not sure that I can even tell at this point. I, I think the way they've managed the team since winning the Stanley Cup has not been very successful at all. To let Petrangelo get away... And then to try to replace him with Krug get a similar contract, huge, huge mistake. I think to let Perron get away when he's not making a ton of money, big mistake. Uh, they lost Pat Maroon was you know a, a guy who probably would have stayed here, given the team something over the last two or three years. I'm not sure they've they've hit big on many moves since they won the cup. I don't know what you'd point at and say, boy, that move sure looks good right now. I, Maybe there's one there somewhere that I'm missing, but I can think of a lot that have backfired and not looked good at all. I would agree with that. Uh, so much equity comes when you win, a, whether it be a Stanley Cup and hockey, a world championship and baseball. But you're right. And I feel like the domino was Petrangelo. And um, that's something we spent some time with Jeremy Rutherford on. Uh, in his appearances on Wednesday, brought to you by Mark Hanna, and what went on with that. But 
without that taking place, and granted, it isn't as simple as, oh, I want more money. There was the no movement clause that Armstrong just wouldn't give, and then there was frustration over the negotiations, and then Armstrong goes, okay, that's enough. We're going to go get Tory Krug. If you don't do that and you're able to get Petrangelo uh, and keep him here, then Pareko's never in the spot he's in, which is playing a role that most likely he is not best suited for in the NHL, and Tory Krug is never a member of the St. Louis Blues. And I think a lot of the problems that you currently see would have been solved and probably really does expand the window. This is something that probably would fall more into the category of emotional, but and there's nothing anybody could do about it, but this team really was primed to have a real chance to defend at Stanley Cup in 2020. And that, of course, is when the season shut down. Um, but they were playing some incredible hockey. And who knows what would have happened uh, if the Stanley Cup playoffs would have played out like they normally did as opposed to playing in the bubble and you know just kind of being a, a random set of circumstances. What that would have done, what it possibly could have done going forward. Um, but as they are We just lose him again. Bless it. Boy, he's making a heck of a point. Oh, you can tell Jackson is. Mm -hmm. Turn your mic on. At this point, I mean, it's, you know, you've already pretty much said, okay, we're not going to make the playoffs. Let's get what we can. Uh, Oh, completely. You might as well continue. Um, Unless you, these guys that you're thinking about trading, I don't think you're in your future plans. When you mortgaged your future for a Stanley Cup, which is what you wanted to do, which I think every fan in this city was begging for them to do, and this is just the repercussion of it. It's How did they mortgage their future to win the Cup? Well, I I just, you know, you trade prospects to get O'Reilly. you got to pay these guys. Yeah, the O'Reilly thing, yeah, that cost him Thompson, who's turned out to be one of the best players in the league. But you do that every day of the week. There's no question about it. You you didn't really know what you had in them with that. But then you got to pay these guys, and you got to pay Shen after the Cup run. you got to pay the guys who got you there, and that's, that's what... You got older guys. Now, the Pareko deal, you could have avoided. I think that's the only deal that I... That and Tory Krug, I don't understand what went going through their head. But I like Kairou. I like the... I mean, Thomas, those guys are going to be together for the next seven or eight years. They're, They're paying Thomas like a superstar, and he scores, you know, 15 goals. Has a bunch of assists. I'm not sure he puts up superstar-type numbers. Let me ask you, and I just... I just kind of peruse this. this is probably, I'm back. Just okay. oh, it, pro- it probably means nothing. I'm sure every team probably does it, and I haven't really paid attention or, or followed it. But you ever notice the, the last five or six, the Blues have a tendency to either trade or let their captains go? O'Reilly, Petrangelo, Bacchus, yeah. or Drake. You know, I, I, Well, they're usually older guys. Yeah, and basically, I mean, unless that happens, you know, your team, your captain's going to spend your entire career with the one team. It's going to happen, but it seems like the last five or six captains of the Blues have either yeah. not re-signed or traded. Yeah, I, I really want him to hang on to Petrangelo. I mean, look what it's cost him by just not giving him a no-trade clause. And don't you want guys not to want to leave? Don't you want guys to want to... Put down roots and say, this is my team. I'll be here forever. I'm good with that. Especially if he's like the best guy on the team. The heart and soul of the team. The captain. I, I think that was just a huge mistake. Huge mistake. And they're certainly paying the price. And I, if you turn it over like this, 
it's great if it works out, but when's it going to work out? If you're going to go all young, what, are you going to be three or four years where you're terrible? See, and that's the thing. So if they didn't have Cairo, Thomas, which, you know, hey, they're they're super young. They're just now locked in. They were locked in quickly. But then you look at whether it be Bennington, whether it be Krug, whether it be Pareko, whether it be Letty, whether it be Falk, take your pick, Shen, you know, they have dollars on the books and they are really committed. And so they're in a weird, weird spot. And that's why I don't I, that's why I ask. Uh, and, and Jr. is supposed to be with us on Balloon Party, Jackson. Yeah, if we if, if we if we attempt to do it uh, or if we think this text inbox was rough today. <laughs> oh, it's an Oh, God. But uh, I'd be curious what his opinion is, because they're in this unique spot that and on top of it, I think that there's a chance that it they they move on from, you know, one of the defensemen. And I wonder if it would be Pareko, which people would be, I think, locally ecstatic about. Um, But Pareko has really become a target going back to what you were talking about, Doug, ever since Petrangelo left because he was put into that role that he just doesn't have the ability to to hold, which is top defenseman, top pairing, and that's just not who he is. Yeah, I, I don't know. To, to me right now, the future doesn't look very very bright. I, I just don't think a, a first-round pick in the NHL is anything close to a first-round pick in the, some of the other sports just because the guys are so darn young when you pick them. Well, you don't know what you're getting. Well, this would be a good year to get the number one pick. It's a huge. Well, they deal. don't have that. They got they got the Rangers in Toronto. They'll be picking at the end of round one. Maybe maybe they'll turn those picks around into uh, somebody's established in the league already and young. They'd probably love to do that. Someone's 23, 24 years old who they know can play in the league. I would do that all day because you can stockpile all the number ones you want in hockey. It doesn't necessarily guarantee that you're going to be good the next year or four or five years down the road which is why i wonder if what they'll do is take these picks and turn them into players you know use this draft capital for a draft and i'll be the you know i mean outside of Connor bedard you know i have zero clue all i know is uh that this draft is considered to be deep and that goes beyond bedard who is considered to be a generational player so the Blues are in that position. I just don't think that they're in a spot unless, I, I suppose maybe Doug Armstrong, and I don't want to say he doesn't know what he's going to do because he doesn't know what he's going to do, but what I'm saying is between now and March 3rd, the game plan going forward could be determined by what he is able to pull off. In other words, if they do get enough for take your pick of somebody who isn't necessarily considered to be a likely trade candidate, then perhaps names that you didn't expect to go would go, and then that helps dictate the direction that they go in for the 2023-2024 season. Um, But I just can't imagine teams are going to be lining up to take on what at the moment would be considered a lot of bad expenses. No. No, I, I wouldn't think so either. And also, you've still got a lot of season to play this year. I mean, it's going to be rough. It's going to be really rough based on how they looked yesterday. If that's any indication of, of where the team is emotionally, it's going to be a horrendous couple of months here at the end of the season. Uh, guys, I think the Blues' biggest problem is they simp too hard for the Kansas City Chiefs. That's from Mr. Slave. Oh. Sounds like he has identified the, uh, the core issue, Mr. Slave. Oh, they do have this 
fascination, this fetish with the cheese. You think that's caused some of the problems? Yeah, all they happened before the cheese were relevant. What do you guys think this um, does to the attendance if they continue to do this? you think people will stop coming and they still do 18000 a game? Well, we all went to the game on Thursday night, and we were stunned by how, much, how many people were there. I, I, mean, was I, there thought. I was there Saturday afternoon with Mardi Gras going on, and it was still packed. Is that right? Yeah. Even after the O'Reilly mm-hmm. trade? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a fair question from my standpoint. I love taking my son. He doesn't really know or, you know, follow at, at five years old. So I'm like, oh, this could be an opportunity to be able to go to a bunch of games with him, and he just likes to go to the game. But if you're a fan... You know, a fan who wants to see competitive hockey and has grown accustomed to competitive hockey. Really, God, I don't know when the last time we've had a year like this, Doug, unless I'm missing an obvious one. I know they didn't make it, uh, what was it, five years ago, I guess? But that was determined on the final day of the season, which then led to the huge offseason and the deal with with, uh, O'Reilly and Thompson. But, um, God. It's been a while. 11, maybe? So, yeah, this is a totally different set of circumstances, and uh, I'm intrigued by what they do. They'll feel it a little bit, I would think. There'll there'll be a little drop-off in attendance, but I wouldn't think anything drastic. They've got their hardcore fans, and they've got a lot of season ticket holders that are going to keep going, probably, or pass the tickets around. So, It's such a fun night to go. The atmosphere is so good, even if the hockey isn't very good, that that, I, I think they'll still do okay. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's telling that they had a good crowd on, on Saturday, even with Mardi Gras right after that uh, trade. But I guess people had already bought their tickets and had made their plans. Your thoughts are welcome on the topic. 314-881-TMA5. That's the Engineer Design Facilities text inbox. Steve Schmidt, Kia, North County phone line, 636-9004-TMA. And email in the morning after at InsideSTL.com for our Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day, which comes your way in the 9 o'clock hour at approximately... 9.45. And uh, Jackson, what time is JR scheduled? Uh, we have JR at 10.15. On uh, nice, nice. Yeah, uh, so uh, Jeremy Rutherford will get his perspective on it at 10.15 on 101 ESPN. So let's see what the people have to say as we're getting a bunch of texts on the topic. Uh, guys, who will wear the Chiefs helmet at the All-Star game next oh, year? <laughs> I has too skinny of a head. That's from Mr. Slave. Uh, Doug, anybody that stands out to you is who will wear the Chiefs helmet on the ice for the blue? Whoever Hunt pays Armstrong the most to do it, I guess. It, it, it made no sense for Tarasenko to be the all-star this year. I mean, Cairo has much better numbers than Tarasenko did. I think he had twice the number of goals. So I don't know who might wear that helmet. I don't know who the likely all-star is next year. I, I, Cairo again, I would guess. Yeah. Thomas. Uh, Tim, is there ever a time where you could miss TMA but be able to be in studio for balloon party? Well, yeah, I'm like I'm like probably 15 minutes away from the studios, but the issue is, Doug, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm carrying some kind of virus right now, mm. and I'm a live wire. That's what I am. I'm a live wire. Well, could you come in wearing a gimp mask or something? Sounds like I just got propositioned like Dom DeLuise. <laughs> Just as kind of an antiviral gimp mask. How would that play with HR? <laughs> it's safety first. Right. You probably love it. Protecting your viral viral load. Mm. That off. <laughs> uh, 
what were Iggy's thoughts on the atmosphere at the game Thursday night? Oh, that's from KG and O Town, and I see what he's doing. <laughs> oh, he didn't go. He didn't go. He went to see Frankel. Who the hell did he go to see? Frankel, Fragile Rock. Well, you went to some concert. Turn your mic on. <laughs> the mic situation. Can we just keep it on? I think we need to keep the mic. No, it's on. not you. I I can turn it off and on. That's Jackal. This one one song. Why do you keep turning the mic off? Well, when I'm not talking, because I want somebody to call in and talk about me making noises when I don't have my mic on. Bill. Well, we miss you at the hockey game. No comment at all about that. I'm in a tough spot with no visual cues to know if Iggy is intentionally not talking or if there's a mic issue or if I got disconnected. All are in play. Mm -hmm. This Frankel must be a heck of a band. (laughs) Frankel. Uh, Tim, if it'll make you feel any better, you can drop your viral load on my face. That's from Little Tommy Tribbins. the dirt bike boy? Yeah. When has he turned vile? That was vile. <laughs> Usually sure just was. mean comments. But he's our defending champion for Texture yeah. of the Year, and he's yeah. trying to win back-to-back. Well, he's usually viral. He's not sexual. Somehow Tim's audio is better than Ken's. That's from the 636, but I think Iggy said he doesn't have his mic on. No, he keeps turning it off. It's off right now. <laughs> and I can turn it back on. Okay, I'm talking, why are you on. doing that this morning? <laughs> I'm just trying to help out the listeners. They think I make noises, so I just turn it off when I'm not talking. How about that? Okay. So it's an altruistic gesture, really. Yeah, or kind of a shove it up your ass. Oh! <laughs> One of the two. Uh. Hey, we only have a few more days for the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month competition for the month of February. Could we have a father-son duo to start the year in this competition if little beer cats were to win you can register by going to tmastl.com you get to submit a picture of course i think almost everybody does not submit a real picture of themselves that's accurate jackson yeah and uh and, uh, some kind of like is it a paragraph of uh, the reason why they should be the tma listener of the month it can be it can be as long or as short as you want it uh nice. so yeah up to you Okay. It's a Milagro Tequila's Listener of the Month. Go to tmastl.com. Uh, and you can watch the program at youtube.com slash tmastl and uh, see what it's doing. And uh, I don't know when I will be back in the Michelob Ultra Studios. I will not be in on Wednesday, Doug. They're going to they're gonna put things in my behind. Oh, and, uh, this your first time for colonoscopy? 46 years old. It's colonoscopy season, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Usually they used to say 50. You needed to have it by 50, but they may have moved that up a little bit. Yeah, I think they moved it up to 45. Yeah. So I'm definitely not in on Wednesday, which is uh, the reason why I'm doing the program. Do you today. have to drink a bunch of stuff before still? Yes. So that's, uh, I, got, I was reading uh, what I got here. I got to go get the prescriptions today. Uh, and I got to be on a hundred percent liquid diet, like after 12 PM tomorrow, but I've been on basically a liquid diet since Friday. So, I mean, I am, I might weigh in in the one forties by the time this odyssey is over. I think I can catch you, but I am, I'm wasting away. I mean, this is, why don't you do it live on Facebook? Kind of like Katie Kirk did. 
she got a colonoscopy on CBS, did she not? I think she did, yeah. 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 And but said she thought she had a cute colon. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Uh, aren't, but Doug, aren't you out? Aren't you completely out? Anesthesia? Well, yeah, there's two types. There's one that puts you completely out and one about halfway out. And it's dependent upon what your insurance company will cover, which, which you should go for. But you got to ask about it because if you're like me, they don't ask you. They just do it. They put me completely out and then I got the bill and uh, it wasn't covered. Sedatives used for endoscopy include propofol? Am I pronouncing anything correctly? It's close enough. Like yeah. These medications provide amnesia and pain relief. You are breathing on your own. You may be groggy after your procedure, and you should not work or drive the rest of the day. A responsible adult must drive you home after your procedure. Yeah. There you go. That's well, it's going to be hard to find one of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I got that. That's what I got on uh, on Wednesday. So, I don't know. Doug, you kind of upset that you didn't get to feel it a little bit, like that you were completely out? No, not at all. Very happy about not feeling anything. I think you'd want to be at least, like, you know, lucid while it was going on. Why? Look at Jackson. I don't know. Just... What are you getting at here? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I... They're trying to snip polyps if, they, if they're down there. Right. No, I think, and I think it's important to get them done, you know, as soon as possible. But you, know, you maybe want to feel it just a little. No, no, you don't. It's all part of the human experience. It isn't. God almighty. If you have brain surgery, you want to feel some of that too? Well, that's different. There's no uh, incisions going on in this procedure. You weren't that uh, thoughtful when the girlfriend wanted it. Yeah, you're right. Well, we get... Uh, we get a little more perspective with age, so I think I got, I got disconnected right in the middle of. <laughs> well, it was it was poetic, is what you missed. So about me wanting to be half awake for a colonoscopy. <laughs> no, I can't imagine any kind of surgical procedure where I want to be half awake. I am telling you. I think when they obviously when they do eye surgery, you got to be awake, right? Why? Because you got to keep your eyes open, right? Couldn't they do that? Like, you'd be out, but they would just open your eyes with uh, some sort of clamp? Or the opposite <laughs> of the clamp? Toothpicks, I think they use. <laughs> I've never had eye surgery to know, but I, I think, like, when you have Lasix and things, you're, you're awake. Yeah, I could see that being the case, for sure. No, I think cataract surgery, you're, you're wide awake. It's like 15 minutes and you're done. Yeah. I don't know. We should get some eye surgery so we know. Yeah. This is interesting. I had my first colonoscopy when I was 18. My friend's brother was back from college, and he was pre-med. I never did get the results, but I appreciated it nonetheless. That's oh. Marvin. <laughs> I wonder if he was awake. Uh, Marv, were you awake, Colin? I'm guessing he was. <laughs> Matt, I'm missing the visual cues. <laughs> I heard another thing. What well, no, it's, it's a stretch, not a yawn. Oh. Come on, Doug. Get it's an it audible out. stretch, though. <laughs> you don't enjoy colonoscopy chatter? I don't mind it. I just think that having the anesthesia is, <laughs> you know, that, that kind of takes away from it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Just going to be blunt. You get the easy way out. <laughs> like the XFL? <laughs> yeah. two, two members of this dais are upset that they don't get to feel something go up their ass. I'm, I'm not upset. I'm just curious to be like what people's thoughts are on it. Like if, if they would like to experience that. It would hurt like hell. What's the shaving process as well? Because like I know oh, if shaving? I... Shaving? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you're like... 
your thing would get caught up there. Yeah, every like, I mean, you got to shave your head if you're having like any sort of surgery there. You got to shave everything when you're having a surgical procedure. Well, they're they're inserting. Yeah, they're done. inserting this thing in there. This camera. And a I'd like to see clipper. that camera with a bunch of hairs tangled in it, trying to get out. Oh. That seems to me to be a liability issue um, (laughs) for potential lawsuits. What's going on here? The whole camera is covered in weeds. I don't think that's an issue for most. It's thick down there, Doug. Doug, I have to go get groomed today? I don't think so. I don't know. I thought they did the grooming. No, I didn't say you had to go to the great clips and... Drop trow and go Library. have like a little touch up. Oh, but you have to go to a specialty <laughs> shop for that. But I thought they would shave uh, that area for you. I guess I was wrong. No, I don't think they I need, need to. to look more into it. <laughs> I'm seven years <laughs> away. Oh, you got a lot of time, man. You got what? Twelve years away, right? Yeah, I've been practicing. They're just jamming a tube <laughs> up in there. I don't think the uh, hair comes into play. Yeah, I know. I, I got you. Okay. If they would shave and bleach my butt, I'd sign up for a colonoscopy once a month. Mm. That's what I've been trying to say. I've been trying to say surgeons need to double as hairstylists. Oh. Like, if I'm going to get major surgery, I should come out looking like a million bucks. Yeah, my dog had No matter where the hair is. He had surgery on his leg. I, I don't see the difference. You want to make sure you have a good sight line from, you know, They're not cutting anything on the outside of your body, though. No, I... Again, I get it's not full-on procedure, but the inserting and the exiting of the camera is what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, You're trying to make it easier for everyone involved. That and I, I think the tangling of the hairs. Oh, well, they're getting the jaws of life to get it off. Well, I think it could mess up. I don't know how expensive those little GoPros are that you're shoving up there. I but assume extremely. Yeah, so, like, you want hair to absolutely destroy it, ruin it, where if you try to rip it out too hard because the hairs are tangled on it, the camera gets stuck up there. Now you're talking... Now you're a cyborg. You got, you got clamps? You put clamps in? I didn't sign up for clamps. <laughs> so that's where I'm talking about the legal issues of it all. Where you got I, a Brillo pad down there? I do. It's beyond. It would most definitely, unless that camera is welded onto... The arm than which that you put. In I don't out. think there's any welding involved. <laughs> well, then you got yourself a situation on your hand. I Doug, if someone a... pulls out a welding master and a colonoscopy, do you I'd get be concerned? Upset. <laughs> yes, I'd say I'm going to pass. <laughs> uh, guys, I wouldn't mind the penetration, but I think the doctor's whiskers rubbing against my neck might become irritating. Oh, 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 how many people you think go into that and at some point during it go? Moon River. None. Zero people do that. I'll bet somebody has. Who would say that? The, the doctor? F- Chevy Chase. Yeah, I've done the whole Fletch thing and just started. Moon River. <laughs> that's a prostate <laughs> check. Yeah, that's oh, a prostate Yeah, got your whole hand never. up there. Got your whole fist up there, Doc? Mm. My understanding is they don't do that anymore. No, they've changed. For prostate checks. They yeah. stuck a fist up there? Not a fist, <laughs> just a finger to <laughs> check on the size of the prostate. That's Chevy Chase did that. Just a whole fist. It was uncomfortable, let me tell you. But if you've seen Fletch, I guarantee you some people have gone in and quoted that line. I don't know. I don't know. Plus, the movie's 30 years old, too, isn't it? Over. (laughs) It's like, when are you... I would take the as well. Well, it aged well. I love Fletch. I've never seen it. 
I love Eddie McVeigh. Yeah, he has two locations downtown in South County with Maggie O'Brien's. And downtown is back open after an incredible renovation and the dogs have their home opener coming up not this weekend but the following weekend they open up against austin and austin this weekend and how do you do it's the place to enjoy it all maggie o'brien's has the downtown shuttle service to and from blues games and free parking it's family owned it's local historic irish pub for over 40 years you know what you're getting when you go there you're getting a great place a hell of an owner good food and a place that you can count on every time to be a quality experience. It's Maggie O'Brien's, a wonderful sponsor of the Ryan Kelly Morning After and sponsor of the Dotum pre-party, uh, just like last year. It's Maggie O'Brien's. All right, it is 9.06, and now we can get to what this show spends most of the time talking about, which is Missouri basketball. Oh, yes. Dave DeArmond is going to join us, brought to you by James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. Then we have the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. This closes out the 8 o'clock hour, presented by Appliance Discounters. It's the Ryan Kelly morning after from the Global Ultra Studios.